Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. These two were faithful slaves of the Lord during their entire Christian lives and have become patterns to us of ones that counted all things lost on account of Christ. Witness Lee completed his most comprehensive work called the Life Study of the Bible just before going to be with the Lord in 1997. This program combines short excerpts from his original speaking, along with some of our own comments and fellowship. And as always, we'd like to hear from you with your thoughts or answer any questions that might arise while you're listening. We'll repeat this contact information at the end of the program, but if you have a pen right now, jot down our toll-free number, which is 888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. Or you can reach us by email to radio at lsm.org. Now, let's join today's program. When God's people rebelled against him by challenging the ones that God had selected to speak for him and lead them, God's response was severe and momentous. The earth opened up and swallowed the leaders of this rebellion. Then the Lord came as a pillar of fire to consume others who had joined the rebellion. These great miracles were associated with God's judgment. But when the time came for the Lord to vindicate himself and his chosen ones, it was not a great miracle, but the smallest one, simply causing a dead and dried-up stick to bud, blossom, and bear fruit. Dick Taylor has joined us today as we come to a marvelous life study from Numbers chapter 17. Dick, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Chris. And apparently, like you said, this is the smallest of all the miracles Yet actually, it's the greatest. God vindicates himself and his move among his people with life. Wow. Dick, that's really the message I think we'll, we, uh, we'll get from this program today, Lord willing, and if he uh, is gracious to us. But what a message to get, that apart from all the miracles, the Lord wants to give us himself his life. Oh, that is the real miracle. Well, Dick, let's look at a few of these verses. I think most people know this story to some degree, but we'll uh, refresh them. I think we'll read a few of these verses and then have you fill in a little of the details of the background here before we get to Witness Lee. In chapter 17 of Numbers and uh, at verse 1, it says, Then Jehovah spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and take from them rods, each one, for his father's house, twelve rods from all the leaders according to their father's houses. You shall write everyone's name upon his rod, and you shall place them in the tent of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. And the rod of the man whom I choose shall bud, and I will put a stop to the murmurings of the children of Israel against me, which they murmur against you. And Moses placed the rods before Jehovah in the tent of the testimony. And on the next day, Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and there was the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi. It had budded. Amen. It even put forth buds and produced blossoms and bore ripe almonds. Amen. And Moses brought out all the rods from before Jehovah to all the children of Israel. And they looked, and each one took his rod. Dick, this is a tremendous story. Uh, Give the background what preceded this immediately to help put it in context. But uh, didn't you notice uh, verse 5 when it said, I will stop the murmurings of the children of Israel against me which they murmured against you. 
Yes. The Lord's burden here was to stop these murmurings that were against him, but were against his deputy authorities, Moses and Aaron. He attempted to do this, first of all, through three great miracles on the negative side. Uh, Number one was to open the earth to swallow up uh, so many rebels. And then secondly, to bring down fire to burn up so many rebels. And thirdly, to send a plague to consume and to kill so many rebels. Yet these miracles on the negative side still didn't convince the people. And they still needed to be stopped. So ultimately, what he uses to stop this murmuring is what we could say is the greatest miracle of all, although it seems like the smallest thing. And that is the budding and blossoming of this uh, dead stick and the bringing forth of almonds, even ripe almonds. And this dead stick is just one of 12 dead sticks that were brought into uh, the tent of testimony to remain in the presence of God. Eventually, one is vindicated, and that is the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi. So this is the background, and we see from this, eventually, this budding is really just Christ himself as the very one who wants to impart himself as life to man and who is the resurrection. So may we give our full attention during this program to our living Christ, who's the resurrected one, who wants to impart himself into you, even while you're listening to this program. Hmm. He is the reality of the budding rod. Hmm. Well, Dick, let's pick up the fellowship from Witness Lee at the point where the 12 rods have been placed in the tent of meeting before Jehovah, and now Aaron and Moses are about to spend probably the longest night of their life. That's right. Here's Witness Lee. After God's judgment, we come to God's vindication. God's vindication always goes along with his judgment. You cannot separate these two. Actually, God's judgment is a kind of vindication. But the judgment is mainly on the negative side. And the vindication is mainly on the positive side. Uh, On the negative side, God judges Korah, right? And judge also the other two leaders, Dayton and uh, Byron. God exercised much, much of his righteousness to judge all the rebels. Now, in chapter 17, God went further to vindicate his deputy authority, Aaron, Moses, in a positive way. God commanded their 12 rods be laid before the testimony. That means all have to be in the presence of God. Let God deal with the real situation by his vindication. You know, rod in figure in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament, always denotes the authority. The rod representing the leaders of the twelve tribes. Aaron's rod representing the tribe of Levi. We all know a rod is a piece of dead wood. Yet, such a dried up and dead wood would bud. To bud is something organic, something of life. So that the memories of the sons of Israel against Moses and Aaron would cease from God. 
I like this phrase, from God. The seizing was from God, not from any man. And no man could stop that kind of memory. Only God can do it. The rod lying before God in the tent of meeting through a whole night. I don't believe whether Aaron could sleep well that night. What will come out? What will come out? Whose rod will bud? Mine or others? Really dark night. Sometimes, for God's vindication, God just put us into a kind of dark tunnel, like it, a dark night that we have to go through. Eventually, Aaron's rod budded. What a, what a miracle, organic miracle. A dyed and dried piece of wood now budded. Not only so, also blossomed. Not only so, also bear fruit, a ripe almond. Dick, let's talk for a moment about the significance of these uh, aspects of uh, this little small, but as you said, greatest of all miracles. It budded, it blossomed, and it even bore overnight ripe fruit, ripe almonds. Mm. Well, what kind of a sign is this about what occupies God's heart? What occupies God's heart, Chris, is that he wants to be life to us. And many times the Lord does not vindicate by just outward miracles, but he vindicates himself and his move in his people by life. Like Brother Lee mentioned, sometimes we need to go through a little bit of a long tunnel night, but we don't need to panic. Christ himself went through the tunnel night of the death of death and Hades. But I tell you, Christ, who is life, was vindicated by his resurrection. Now this one is inside of us. We don't need to look for outward miracles, but rather we need to be people who are always turning our heart to the Lord while we go through difficult things. As we go through a certain dark, long tunnel, don't worry. We just need to be those who keep turning our heart to the Lord and in a simple way just tell the Lord, Lord Jesus, I still love you. I tell you, eventually, you will be vindicated in the way of life blossoming, budding, bringing forth buds, and even ripe almonds. This indicates that God will vindicate his move in you as the one who is life simply by bearing the fruit of life in you and through you. Uh, eventually, eventually, we have to conclude that the greatest miracle is an organic miracle. So the way God vindicates his move is, is there life there? Maybe I could perform a great miracle on you right now, Chris. Maybe you have one leg that's shorter than another, and we could lengthen the one and make them even. And But tell you the truth, the greatest miracle is that God in Christ as the life-giving spirit could be in you, could be growing in you, and could be manifested in you with the fruit of life. Through you, I see God testified as patience. Through you, I see God testified through you as love. Through you, I see God testified and vindicated through you as joy. This is the sign of life. What a picture, Dick. You know, the Lord could have done anything to indicate that he had chosen or rechosen or had uh, his anointing was with Aaron and Moses. He could have uh, spoken from the mountain. He could have brought fire down. But a little rod budding uh, and bringing forth life. 
What a testimony. What a testimony. Dick, let's go on. In this next section, uh, we want to come to a couple of verses a little farther along in chapter 17, verses 10 and 11. Verse 10 says, Then Jehovah said to Moses, Put back the rod of Aaron before the testimony to be kept as a sign against the rebels, so that you may put an end to their murmurings against me, and they die not. And Moses did so, just as Jehovah commanded him, so he did. Of course, this refers to the inclusion from that point on of this budding rod in the Ark of the Testimony. So for eternity, this is a kind of testimony of God's selection, isn't it? It surely is. This is his way of vindicating. Let's go back to Witness Lee. This budding rod was contained in the Ark with two other things. One is the hidden manna, and the other is the testimony of God that is God's law. All the three are four types of Christ. Budding rod is Christ, and the hidden manna is Christ, and the testimony that the law of God is also Christ. You see, three things there. By this, we all can see whatever transpired in the Old Testament in the passive side is related to Christ. Not the dead Christ, but the budding Christ. And the budding Christ signifies the resurrected Christ that imparts life to others. You see, that uh, his life has can issue to unleaven others, to impart life to others. Uh, Christ is the biggest budding rod in this whole universe. Amen. You see, even today he is still budding. And we are just part, little part of his budding. Right? Don't forget, this is the miracle on the positive side. The first three miracles were on the negative side. The earth opened up mouths and shuttled up the rebels, right? And the fire came down from God, consumed all those 250 liters. Then plague became prevailing to slaughter. 14,700. All kinds of negative things, but all were very, very miraculous. But the next day, God did one thing, not in a big scale, but in a small scale. He did something on one of the 12 rods, making this rod budding, blossoming, and bearing fruit, even bearing the ripe fruit. Such mercy, all grace, no thought of judgment, just a kind of indication to indicate what is of God, who is of God, who is on God's side. We all should be convinced. We all should be subdued. Dick, a lot of this speaking, uh, somewhat reviewing or touching what we had already covered, but I want to come right to this point that the budding rod, the hidden manna, and even the testimony, all the items in the ark indicating all these positive things in the Old Testament all point us just to one person, don't they? They surely do. They point us to Christ. When Christ came, he said, I am the life. And he said, I came that they may have life, and they may have life abundantly. So this miracle really 
brings us to Christ himself. This is the positive miracle bringing us to Christ as the reality. I appreciate so much, Chris, that God's way of vindicating not only who he is, who his people are, who's for him, who's on his side, is altogether on the way of life. You know what? Many times miracles don't affect people inwardly at all. (laughs) I was thinking of Luke 16 where the rich man and the poor man died. And then the rich man is just asking Abraham, please send somebody back to the earth to tell my brothers about God, that they wouldn't end up in the same tormenting place. And he was told, no, that miracle of somebody returning from the dead won't change them. They already have the word of God. When you come to the word of God with an open heart, what do you get? You get Christ as life. That's what we need. That's the real miracle. That's the positive miracle. I was thinking also, Chris, of uh, John 2. In John 2, the people saw the water change to wine. They saw a great miracle. And up to that point, you can see most of the people who followed the Lord followed him because of the miracles that he did. But at the end of John 2, the Lord said something very important. He said he did not entrust himself to those people. Because these people were following him only because of outward miracles. They had not yet experienced him as life. Also, I was thinking in the book of Matthew where the Lord referred to the sign of Jonah, that an evil and unbelieving nation will not be given any other sign. People want outward miracles. Okay, then I'll believe. No. He said, the only sign this generation gets is the sign of Jonah. What's the sign of Jonah? It's Christ who was crucified. He went into the heart of the earth. After three days, he came out. He came out in resurrection. Today, he is the life-giving spirit. What we need to do is call on his name, Lord Jesus. And he comes in as the spirit into your spirit, and your spirit witnesses with his spirit that we are the children of God. That is the greatest miracle. So hallelujah for this miracle on the positive side. That is Christ, the resurrected one, coming into us as life and everything. This is the miracle on the positive side. Hmm. Dick, let's go back to Witness Lee. I must tell you, this is the ending of the case. You read chapter 17. Chapter 17 ends in the way that the people never got subdued. So even God gave up. Let them go. Rebellion's nature is just Satan the devil. Your and my rebellion's nature is just Satan himself. Until Satan will be thrown ultimately in the legal fair. I tell you, Satan would never be ended. He was rebellious, and he's still rebellious, and he will be rebellious forever. And this one, don't forget, dear saints, even today is within us. By ourselves, we have no way to overcome him. There's only one person that is the Son of God, also the Son of Man, by the name of Jesus Christ. Only he could defeat this evil one and he did defeat him. The Lord Jesus charged us a few times watch and pray. Watch and pray. You don't know your adversary 
he is now the adversary within you. This one is in you all the time. Do you remember the word in Luke? The Lord Jesus told Peter, 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 Satan is going to get you, to sift you. It is good that even in the history of the typology, the picture is here. After seeing these miracles on the negative side, on the positive side, Koran, his company, son love by the earth, and the 250 rebels consumed by fire, 14,700 killed by the plague, and the rod of Aaron budding and burying ripe almonds, these things they saw, but they didn't have any change. A sad story. What shall we say? We just say we worship God. We worship Him as the Lord. Well, I just don't have the interest to talk about these kind of things of rebellion. I don't have the interest. My interest is to talk about the one whom I enjoy. That's Christ. That's Christ. Whenever I come to him, I have a lot to say. Whenever I come to rebellion, I say, I have nothing to say. I like the ending there, Dick. When it comes to rebellion, nothing to say, but when it comes to this one whom he enjoys, a lot to say. That's right. You know, it dawned on me listening here, even these people witnessed this final miracle, the budding rod, uh, but that wasn't enough to subdue their rebellion because they witnessed the miracle of life happening, in a sense, outside of them. That's not enough even, is it, for us to know that there is such a thing. We have to experience this one as life for ourselves. We surely do. And we can experience this one as life for ourselves. Every time we turn our heart to the Lord and open up our mouth to him and just tell him, Oh, Lord Jesus, I love you. Right away, you experience him as life. You experience the greatest miracle. Even while we're saying it right now, Chris, we're enjoying a miracle. That's the miracle of life. That's the positive miracle. So I like the way Brother Lee ended When it comes to the matter of rebellion, we may not have a lot to say. But when it comes to the matter of enjoying Christ, we have a lot to say because he's the only one who ever overcame rebellion. Christ is the one in whom Satan can find no place. There's nothing in him that Satan has ground in. So this Christ, who's the Son of God, who's the Son of Man, is today the life-giving Spirit And as Paul concludes 2 Timothy 4, he said, The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. Grace means enjoy this one. So we want to be people who enjoy the one who has no rebellion in him at all. But rather, he is the vindication of God as life. May we be those who give ourselves to love him. There's rebellion all through, even to the end of the age, even till Satan is put into the lake of fire. But in the book of Revelation, the Lord calls for overcomers. May we be the overcomers who enjoy Christ who's right now with our spirit. And the best way is to call on his name and to express our love to him. Dick, we love and experience and enjoy the real budding rod who's within us, don't we? Amen. 
I like how we ended up today, Dick. We uh, got fully delivered, at least during the course of this program, from the realm of rebellion, even that which dwells in us and brought to life. Amen. Thank you for your help and fellowship. I always enjoy it. I always enjoy being here with you, Chris. Okay, we have uh, just moments left, and we'd like to tell you about our toll-free number and invite you to call us. We have printed material. Of course, the printed Life Study messages here. I think you're now probably becoming full aware in this book of numbers are classics, and they open this book up. I'm not sure there's been a comparable unveiling of this book anywhere. So we would strongly recommend that you contact us about this Life Study of Numbers printed volume, and our toll-free number is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Our mailing address, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. And our email address is radio at lsm.org. For Dick Taylor, I'm Chris Weil. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee spent seven decades in the 20th century speaking Christ, first in Asia and then North America, eventually all over the world. The culmination of those 70 years of ministry was his Life Study of the Bible, an exhaustive exposition of the entire scriptures. This unique commentary focuses on how Christ can be life to man in an experiential and practical way. These programs encapsulate Witnessly speaking in just 26 minutes. But to get the complete riches, visit lifestudy.com. From there you can read all of the Life Study messages in their entirety or download any of our more than 1,700 audio programs at no cost. Again, that website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.